We are live. What's up, everybody? Welcome hey, to hey. another episode of Police Off the Cuff After Hours. My name is Mark DeMay. I'm your host. I'm here with my partner, my co-host in all things law enforcement, the very handsome Bill Cannon. What's up, Bill? Hey, I'm looking forward to this show. You know, we've had some very intense shows of lately with topics that aren't like a happy topic like we have tonight and a real happy guest that's very pretty and from Hawaii. I've never been to Hawaii. Amazing. Well, uh, let's introduce our guest then. Um, her name is Wendy Friesen. Did I say that right? Yep. She's a, a powerful healer, a teacher, uh, and a creative marketing expert. Uh, through her medical hypnosis, Wendy frees people from debilitating phobias and the effects of PTSD. She trains therapists, counselors, and addiction counselors. Um, and uh, she, she's fascinating. And I'm very, very excited to have her. I checked out her website, which is Wendy with an I, W E N D I dot com. And uh, if you want, look up if you're if you're in the chat, uh, look, look that up and just because you can play along with us as we go through all the things that uh, she can help us with. What's up, Wendy? Hey, thanks for having me. This is going to be very fun. I think I will have some <laughs> juicy things we can talk about. Nothing's you know, off limits, in case you're wondering. <laughs> you know, Wendy, I, I see some of the things that you can help people with, and I, I'm even—I get a little embarrassed by it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what happened in the beginning? I was really broke. It was 28 years ago that I started doing this, and I got a lot of emails from men asking me for help with sex issues, uh, and. It was like I could have gone and just kept deleting them, but I thought, well, why not find out what they need help with? And that has been one of the big areas of my entire focus of my work. No, no, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> big area. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, is uh, do you help men with uh, erectile dysfunction through hypnosis? Yes, I do. Yes, with very good results as well. And uh, like premature ejaculation, that one, there's so much need for help with that because there aren't a lot of good solutions. Um, you know, and some, some men, if they are going the medical route, they actually give themselves injections in their penis. Oh, oh my God. I'm, that's hurt. That hurts. That hurts. <laughs> oh, I can't even think about it. Hey, Bill, did, but, you bring her, did you bring her on to hypnotize me? <laughs> yeah, I, I, thought, I, I thought you could help Mark out. I'm not the saying word. which one of those things he has a problem with. but The word got out. Yeah, I think I think, <laughs> I think towards the second half of the show, uh, I'm going to – I'm gonna. why not? It can't hurt, right? I know. It's all good. No, it's all well, good. Wendy, so there's so a lot Mark, of things. Mark will Go volunteer ahead. to be the hyp hypnosis Yay. subject. I'm just right. worried about saying something stupid. <laughs> we'll hope for that. We'll that, that I, I could say something stupid. I'll do do my best, yeah, to get you no, to embarrass no, yourself. No, I I don't I don't want to like embarrass anybody else. I'm not worried about myself. Oh, but um, okay. <laughs> you know, you also uh, do you do you help law enforcement at all? Because you mentioned I, I, when I read your bio here, it says that um, you know, you free people from debilitating phobias and the effects of PTSD. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering how many do you have any law enforcement that comes to visit you? Yeah, yeah, I have in the past and specifically for things that are traumatic or firefighters that I've seen and for things that they experience that leave them jumpy or jittery and release they, they that. Have problem, they have problems with their hoses. 
<laughs> haven't haven't worked on that with them, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's great for fears and phobias and things that like anything traumatic that happened. Instead of storing that trauma in your brain and in your body, you need to get it released. You don't have to forget about it. You just have to get the emotional impact of it out of the way. Wendy, I have your your um, website up right now, and I'm looking about at some of the courses that you have. And I'm just going to read one of them because I find it uh, titillating to say the least. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's called, it says, Love of Your Life Bundle. Three uh-huh. great love and sensuality programs. Ten sessions in love of your life to make you worthy, sexy, happy, and irresistible. All the fun and sexalicious and get your remote seduction skills fine-tuned. Wow. What do you do in that course? I mean, can I can I come to Hawaii and take that? I'm going to leave. I have an extra room if, if you are headed this way. Well, you know, because of the amazing success with sexual issues, that particular course is a whole bunch of different kinds of um, sex hypnosis sessions. So some of them are to make you feel more erotic or Um, There's ones in there that are to get women to be more responsive and really enjoy sex and not have to worry about, you know, the things they worry about. Um, A lot of it is for connecting with people sensually instead of being nervous or unsure of yourself. And there is a lot in there that um, is fairly graphic and (laughs) but it's needed that we need this, you know, because a lot of the other solutions just are difficult. Well, I did do Go Let ahead. me ask you something. What is your educational background and what is your training relative to these, uh, to what you're teaching? So the hypnotherapy schools, some of them are pretty short term, but mine was about six months long and it was four days a week. So it was, it was sufficient. And then after that, I went and got more training by other hypnotherapists that had really good training. And then I became a trainer. Um, I went to one year of college and just was like taking liberal arts classes But mostly my education came from my father, who was a preacher when I was growing up. And then he got his doctorate in human sexuality later in life. (laughs) And he just he made everybody around him listen to him talk about sex and religion. And um, he didn't feel there was any need to hold back. And he was very, um, you know, graphic and helpful and. So I kind of lost all my fear of thinking you shouldn't talk about sex. That's not right. So it's kind of an open book nowadays. Wow. <laughs> you know, uh, go ahead, Bill. No, I was just, I mean, it, it's fascinating. The, the scope of the um, courses that you give uh, uh, alcohol freedom, uh, people that, uh, you know, want to beat the drink too much, want addiction, freedom, money issues, Living Lodge, I love that one. Uh, mm. <laughs> men's Enhancement and Growth, the most powerful and effective hypnosis program for men's sexual health. Ten yeah. full-length hypnosis sections. I thought that was oh a play. God. I thought that was a, that's a play on words too. Increase exactly. size. <laughs> increase size and power of your erections. Build sexual confidence and satisfaction. Wow. Yeah. Huh? So the reason that I made that program was because one man, this is like at least 20 years ago, this one man wanted me to make him a hypnosis to enlarge his size. And I said, no, no, you can't do that. That's not possible. And he, um, he said, well, can I just try it? If you just make me one, you know, one session or whatever. And so I did, I recorded a 30 minute session 
And he used that for a month and he used it twice a day and listened to it. And I, I had told him, I said, I don't think it's going to make a difference. And so he was gone from his wife for a whole month on a business trip. And he said, I listened to it that whole time while I was gone. When I got back, we actually had a little bit of difficulty getting it in when we were having sex because it was much larger and he measured and stuff and he gained a full inch in length and he says girth expanded and he's and even months later he was in touch with me and he said the size increase has not gone away it's still there and so I thought well howdy doody let's let everybody use this program I, I, I think our fans is going to be a run on flights to Hawaii tomorrow <laughs> you do uh, virtual uh, sessions I say that again you do virtual sessions I do. Yeah, I do no, sessions on Zoom. And, uh, you know, flights to Hawaii. But if you're doing virtual sessions, yeah. shit, I'll sign up tomorrow and we could start. <laughs> <laughs> we could start immediately. Well, the good news is with the uh, recorded program, it has several different sessions in it. And you don't really need private sessions when you can use the recorded program. And then that saves you a lot of money because it's doing them in person can get expensive. But the program, it's also about just making you a better lover and a better man and feeling more confident in many areas. So it has some of that in addition to the. Right. So, what am I, so you're saying you sell this, right? Uh -huh. I can order this and I can listen to it on my own time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I want to, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, you should. It's a fun program. I'm serious. Hey, let me ask you a question. Can you use hypnosis? Okay. I'm going to rephrase that. Um, you obviously can use hypnosis for also for bad stuff. You know, this is a law enforcement show. I'm watching this show right now on Netflix called The Heist. Mm -hmm. And it was about uh, uh, the Loomis, um, what do they call Arma Truck Company was robbed of $3.1 million way back in the early 80s or maybe middle 80s uh, by uh, Heather Tallchief Tall and uh, Roberta Solis. And the way he got her motivated, he got her a job working for uh, the armored truck company. And um, while she was working for the, them, they learned the routes. He bought a garage. He rented a garage somewhere. And uh, they used hypnosis. Every day, a couple of times a day, he would sit her in front of the TV. And he would yeah. watch uh, these hypnosis tapes and basically get her prepared for this robbery, which wow. was actually successful. They completed the mission. And they were on the land for a long time. They were on America's Most Wanted. But wow. hypnosis was used in that. Huh. Wow. They'll, they, we do say that you can't make someone do something that they wouldn't normally do. If it's against their values or their beliefs, that a hypnotist doesn't have the power to do that. However, there's a lot of really skilled hypnotherapists, and they do know how to change some of the ways that you would think about something being uh, something you want to do that you wouldn't normally want to do. So there's a lot of gray area in that. But technically, we are here to say that we can't make you do anything against your will or against your values well, was, and beliefs. She was all in um, because she was in love with him. Oh. And she was all in up until the very, like, I guess the day before or the day up, like, yeah, the day before. And, um, then he, you know, the, the hypnosis was going on through the whole thing. So whatever doubts she had, when he sat her down in front of the TV there, that's the way they show it to you with this black circle going around like this. He had a, <laughs> whenever he sat her down for that last day, I guess it got her over the hump and they went through with it. 
Wow. Wow. Well, you can get someone to have confidence to do something that they're afraid of or they have some fears about so that they have nothing standing in the way. And that sounds like what would be needed to pull off a heist is that you don't pull, you know, you don't have fear pulling you down or keeping you from going mm -hmm. forward. Fascinating. Because that's, <laughs> that's what they said in the show. Really? Yeah. Wow. In the uh, in the chat, Danielle Colby, I want to congratulate you because tomorrow is going to be 10 months uh, that you haven't had a drink. Congratulations. Yeah. That's, wow. That's real, very good. It's a great accomplishment. And to a lighter, to a lighter thing, Joe Murray, one of our best fans on here and a great supporter of police off the cuff wants to know how can you enlarge breasts by hypnosis? <laughs> <laughs> and how many cup sizes are we talking right now? <laughs> well, here's the deal. They studied this hypnosis for breast enlargement at Stanford and at UCLA and I think it was UCLA, but anyway, two of the universities and they did like a lot of women that they did this with. And then they would have them listening to hypnosis things that were just for breast enlargement. And then they came in and got measured every week. And the way that they measure boobs, did you even know that there's a special way to measure boobs? <laughs> they, wait, 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 is it like this? <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> no, that's not it. That's the way I measure it. <laughs> I know. You say two hands full. No, no what they do, it's water displacement. So you hang your, your tit like straight down into a vessel of water and however much water it displaces is the size of your breast. So then they would do that and the breasts did grow. Some of them grew one to two cup sizes and it was studied in both, um, both universities, hundreds of women. And then the size increase actually lasts as well. It doesn't go away when you quit um, listening to it. So this is where I thought, you know, if that's possible and it's been proven, then can't we have some kind of different function in other body parts and make other things like people want to grow taller or. Well, you know, you know, Wendy, we found a, a, a magical potion and it's butter. And so we say you should dip them in butter. And that's, <laughs> and we have a coffee cup that says that actually, a coffee cup that says that on the back of the coffee cup there. And I, you know. And what are you dipping in butter, though? I'm lost here. Well, <laughs> that's completely up to you. Yeah, exactly. It's a family show. We don't want to suggest anything oh. that may be misconstrued. Uh, too late for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, if it is a family show, then I'll try to be more discreet. No, no, it's okay. Uh, but uh, Joe that Murray, research, I'm sorry, that Joe research, Murray, thank you for the $5 Super Chat. Josh, thanks for the $5 Super Chat. Sorry to um, interrupt you, Wendy. Go ahead. Oh, it's okay. Just the research on enlarging breasts and knowing that that change in the size actually stays there. It doesn't go away later. and You don't have to keep um, using a hypnosis program. That shows that we can do other things with our body. And so thinking about someone changing the size of their penis, you know, why not? It makes a lot of men very, very happy and their partners happier as well. Thank so, you, Santa. Well. <laughs> Santa, thank you for that. Thank you for that gift. <laughs> for those that are listening, we have a picture of Wendy wearing that? a Santa that, hat on the screen. Very cute. Just listening oh my to gosh. the podcast. <laughs> But anyway, so other things that we need to change in our body, like um, phantom limb pain. I've had a lot of success getting rid of phantom limb pain when they've tried everything and nothing worked. And that's kind of a, a message that your brain is sending to your body, but it's missing the body part where the 
message is supposed to get to that's injured. And I discovered that if we got the brain to imagine that that part of the body is now healthy and healed and it's no longer damaged, the phantom pain stops, which was miraculous because there's like no cure for it. You know, there is now. That happens a lot. I I would imagine because I know a lot of people who suffer from back pain um, eventually wind up going through hypnosis and getting better because a lot of it is, I think you just, what you just said, display stress, you know, putting all your stress in one place. And, and um, let me ask you a question. What is a session like? Well, first of all, we kind of ask you what it is you really want and define what the results are that you want. So if you had back pain, I would also look at uh, any traumatic events in your life, emotional events, any conflicts you're having currently in relationships, because all of those emotional things can get your back to really hurt or go out or where you, you know, you can't even move. And a lot of that is so emotional. So we've got to clear those emotional conflicts. We also want to look at why you're having back pain from the perspective of your subconscious mind. So if I were to have you close your eyes and relax, and I ask you to find the part of your back that needs something. There's something positive that your back is doing when it has the back pain. And we want to get your subconscious to give us that information. So what is it that you need or want? And we just talk to your back. We let it come from, I know it sounds kind of weird, but we let the answers come. So it might be, well, because I need, um, I need to get out of this work um, issue that I have, or there's conflict in your relationship or your marriage or something that is fueling that back pain. So when we find that, then we've released that part of it. And then we work on some of the physical healing. How long does that usually take for somebody with chronic back pain? Um, usually three or four sessions. I do have a recorded program for back pain as well. But usually in three or four sessions, we can get whatever. Sometimes there's a positive intention and the back has a positive reason for having the pain. I know it sounds crazy, but I used to have horrific back pain all the time. And um, boy, it would disable me so bad. And I haven't had it for many, many years, like 20 years at least now. But I did my work on my own back and my own brain. <laughs> you know, um, I don't know if you we, yesterday we had a show and we um we're doing a real crime show on this young girl that was, uh, has, has been missing for over a month in Tennessee and she's five years old. And, um, the whole thing is bad with her, her family. Uh, and I don't want to give away the case, but someone asked, could, could they use hypnosis to get the truth out of them? And I said, no, because for, for court purposes, that would be almost viewed as, unscientific and not fair and all this other stuff if you did that. But can you get the truth out of people through hypnosis? Kind of. Um, It still depends on the person if they're actually going to be willing enough to get into hypnosis and kind of let their guard down a bit. They do have an area called forensic hypnosis and forensic hypnosis is a very specific way of doing it so that you're not causing any legal problems with your witnesses or the, you know, the people that are on trial. I did um, some forensic hypnosis with a couple who were witnesses to something and I had to get them to bring this memory up, but I had to be careful not to like, have any way that I could skew the results or what they're seeing or hearing or experiencing. 
I had to make sure it came fresh from their, you know, from their memory. Like you didn't want to suggest anything to them. That's what you said. Right. right. Yeah. And you have to be careful not to lead them. And there's a man named Max Howell that teaches forensic hypnosis and it is a really specific um, area of work, but they, they, sometimes they don't allow that because like you're saying, you know, it um, damages the testimony of witnesses and such. That's amazing. I just, you know, someone in the chat just reminded me, uh, in the past two weeks, we've um, picked up over 5,000 new subscribers to our YouTube and we're wow. at almost, we're at almost $10,000. It's almost miraculous. I can't believe that it's happening. So folks, if you're new here into, in our live chat and you're not subscribed to police off the cuff, please do so. And again, we thank all you folks that have uh, been with us from the beginning and everyone that's a new subscriber, it, it's it's amazing to see it grow. And it's amazing to have all these new people right there. You can uh, leave us a comment, subscribe on our YouTube, leave us a comment, join our Facebook. And our website is policeoffthecuff.com. Just thank you so much. And hopefully we'll keep growing. And we got a merch page coming out. Right, Bill? Yeah, we're, we're, we're all in. We're all in. We're in it for the, yeah, the merch stuff is going to be really, really cool. Yeah. Um, let me ask you a question because I know quite a few people who suffer from migraines. How do you help people with migraines through hypnosis? Some of the similar things to working with like back pain with migraines, we want to find the positive intention. If there is something that the brain is trying to achieve or get a, you know, get away from, but we want to do what's called regression to cause. So I would have the person relaxed and I would ask them to go back to the first thing that they felt that might have caused a migraine, going back to the one that had the most power or the most force or an event in their life. So they're not trying to remember or trying to figure it out. They're just letting something come forward. And one woman that had migraines for two years every Thursday that were extremely bad, she had to give herself injections and then she got immune to the injections, but anyway, I simply asked her to go back to the very first time she felt that feeling in her head and she goes back and all of a sudden in the chair, she couldn't breathe. She was like, uh, 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 and she was rocking back and forth and she couldn't breathe. You real and whoo. So I just said on the count of three, I'm going to touch her shoulder and you'll be able to breathe. Stay right there in that moment. And I went one, two, three and touched her shoulder. And she went, uh, 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 uh. and I said, okay, just relax for a moment. Tell me what's happening. She said, my husband is strangling me. He's got his hands around my throat. He's trying to kill me. And so she went through this whole traumatic event. And then I had her calm down and just look at the event and work on what we needed to, to release that. That was the start of her migraines. And I said, what day of the week is it in that moment? And she said, it's Thursday. So every Thursday for two years, she was having these horrendous migraines because the trauma of that. So that's not how it's going to go for everyone. But with migraines, people can definitely get rid of the initial cause and the thing that is driving the migraines. You know, one of my friends had gets these horrendous headaches called cluster headaches. Yeah. And, and even science, uh, doctors don't know what they're from. And he has to inject himself in his head with Botox. <sighs> He happens, oh. to be a he happens to be a doctor, but long-term use of that destroys your heart. So wow. it's like, a, it's like a catch 22. But when I suggested, and here I'm no doctor, when I suggested to him in front of his wife, who's also a doctor that cluster headaches could, could possibly be 
psychosomatic. I thought she was going to kill me, you know, and I didn't, um, you know, I have no evidence of that, but I just thought the medical profession doesn't, can't find any reason for them, you know? So could the reason not be psychosomatic? Yeah, and it probably is because almost everything that happens in our body that causes us pain or tension or, you know, fear, or whatever has a cause. All of the things that we're experiencing, our brain learned somehow. So if you're having cluster headaches, there's something that is creating that and triggering the cluster headaches. And what we want to do is find out what's triggering it. You know, Lieutenant Peter Pranzo uh, from Harlem Raiders fame, uh, NYPD legend, he has a question. He said, would it work on sexual predators to reduce their urge? Yeah, I did work. I worked with a pedophile for several months. He came into my office every week um, for a few months. And he wanted to lose the urge about children. Um, it was very uncomfortable for me. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah, yeah, but, I, I, yeah, that's something like to sit and even be in the same room with someone like that. I just, yeah, but I had to. I just had to to give it a try because he wanted to change it. And he was very honest and open with me about it. And um, he, one of the times he came out after about a month of us working together, uh, he said, you know, I went to a family gathering yesterday and there was, you know, the kids were there and stuff and several family members. And it was nice because I didn't feel this urge to go sit with the kids or play with the kids. I felt kind of neutral that it wasn't like pulling me towards them. And he said, I haven't been having so many thoughts about children's and we kept going, you know, a couple of months of work and he really felt like he could trust himself because the urges weren't there. But well, I always thought that even in uh, prisons, when they treat sexual predators, the, um, the treatment is usually very unsuccessful over the long term. Yeah. And for me, um, hypnotherapy is something that is, should be the first thing you try when you're wanting to solve a difficult issue in your life. Like other hypnotherapists all over the world, they have these miraculous things that happen. These, like, we don't use the word cure, but <laughs> they're curing all kinds of problems that people have. And yet, you know, sometimes physicians and all the medical procedures and everything else just can't make a dent in it. And we create these miracles for people. And so, I would say, you know, no matter what your issue is, do look for a really good hypnotherapist and work on it because you don't have to live with all these problems and these. How much? Of the, how long? Uh, how much of these sessions that you do uh, involve just talking to people like a therapist before you actually put them in hypnosis? Um, maybe ten minutes before we do the session, just to get an idea of what we want to do, and then the session itself is usually thirty-five to forty minutes. And during that, we're either going to regression to cause, finding the initial cause of the problem, even if it was in childhood or wherever. Uh, and then at the end, after I've done asking questions and getting the information, we're asking the inner mind to heal something or to resolve it and to continue to resolve it. Uh, I just was remembering one fairly traumatic thing that took quite a few sessions, but this this grown man, when he was 10 years old, his father shot everybody in the house, the whole family, including him, but he lived, the others died. So he wanted to not live with that trauma anymore. And 
you know, for victims of really difficult, violent crime, they need to get those memories resolved. Not, you don't have to forget them, but you want to take the emotional impact out of them so that you're not living in fear anymore. And you've got to be able to have your peace of mind back. Yeah, well, I mean, look, we, we most of, not most, a lot of people that listen to this channel, uh, I don't know if you know Mark and my background, we're both retired NYPD officers. I was, I did 27 years. I retired out of homicide. I was a detective sergeant. Wow. Mark was a, was a detective. He did 20 years. So I believe that anyone that does uh, a certain amount of time on a police department definitely has a touch of PTSD. I believe we all have it, and I'm not ashamed to say mm -hmm. it because we've seen horrendous things, you know, and been involved in horrendous situations. And, you know, sometimes they reoccur in your, in your brain at uh, inopportune times, you know. <laughs> yeah, with people in law enforcement and firefighters as well, it's really important to help get those really impactful events. You, do, you like, do you like firemen better than cops? <laughs> the second well, time you brought up firemen. I usually don't let people bring up firemen in our, in our shows. <laughs> <laughs> I had my I had my fun with him. Yeah, you had a fling a with a fireman. I could tell. I didn't even have to hypnotize you. I could tell you had a thing with a fireman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I like cops too. Cops okay. are right on. Right. Yeah, you know, got a good place in my Wendy, heart for that too. Wendy, we're gonna go to a quick commercial, and when we come back, I would love to, for you to uh, start hypnotizing Mark. And I would, you, you got know, it. If, if that's okay, uh, we're just gonna go to a, a quick commercial. It's okay with Mark. We're going to go to commercial when we come back. We'll have that to look forward to. Okay. Folks, if you're sick and tired of the high taxes of New York, the bad weather, the crazy, horrendous politicians, and you want to move down south for better weather, you just want to get the hell out of here, well, we got a great realtor for you down in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, Carol Waters. She used to live in New York. She was once the, a bartender at the Fitzpatrick Hotel for over 20 years. Her husband, Rob Mayen, was a police officer, and then he rolled over to the fire department, FDNY, and together they make a dynamic team of real estate salespeople down in Myrtle Beach, over a million dollars in sales. And if, whether it's a you want a condo, a vacation home, or you want to relocate and buy a home, Carol Waters is your person to go to. You can give her a call at 914-261-6681, or you can email her at carolwaterssellsmb at gmail.com. All your real estate needs. Mark, it's all you. Hey, what's up, everybody? If you're a fan of the show, then you already know that one of our frequent guests, our legal expert on the show, is Joe Murray. He's an attorney at law. He's also a retired uh, uh, New York City police officer, and he is out there. He's, he's waiting for your call. God forbid he get in any type of trouble. Make sure that you keep this um, website in your phone, jmurray.com. Take the phone number down. Take a picture, a screenshot. Trust me, I have it in my phone. Uh, God forbid anything happens to me. I call them every day just to make sure, you know, they're in the office. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's not on vacation that day. But, uh, yes, uh, he's a frequent fan of the show. He's a legal expert, and he's a great, great guy. Very, very handsome. He can help you out. God forbid you ever get into any type of legal trouble. JMurrayLaw.com. <laughs> And when you when he gives you the bill, you might need a hypnotist to survive. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that he's handsome. <laughs> That's oh, a nice thing stick in the ad. 
he's very handsome. Uh, I'm, I just got to tell you, if we're going to do this, they have to be like simple questions, please. Like, I'm, I'm vulnerable. Don't take me down any. Uh, don't ask me anything too personal. He's afraid you're not going to bring him out of it. He's going to no, go no. I'm afraid life. that I'm going to really say something stupid, and then I'm going to regret. Well, um, first we have to know like what your what it is that you want to achieve with a little hypnosis session. Well, if I'm looking at your website, um, I'm gonna we're gonna start off with the. Uh, with the penis erection thing? <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm not talking this about your penis isn't on like the a, air. Come on. Yeah, this isn't like a menu that you order one from column A <laughs> and one from cover, column B. And then if we could cover some alcohol and drug addiction, that would be good too. Can we please those problems in, in, in a quick session here? Well, we can we can do a, a little bit. You know, normally this would be multiple sessions over time. But are you wanting to drink less? Is that one of them? No. He loves drinking, no? so okay. don't, don't even try that. He he loves it, so don't take that away from him. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, no, you know what? If, if I really had to think about something. Um, oh, cigarettes. I saw you smoking. That's smoking. another thing I'm not interested in quitting, really. But I, I wish oh. I could get better control of my eating. I seem oh, to do really okay. well at, at, uh, for periods of time, and then I go back to, um, you know, just – a little, you know, I haven't had this in a while and I haven't had that in a while. And before you know it, I'm back. So I had like three months. I was doing really, really good. I guess I get bored of the food or something. But at some point, I always go back. I miss pizza. I miss this, that, the other. So Right. What are seems- the other foods that you have trouble with? Make some notes now. <laughs> okay. Well, well, I stopped eating meat for a while. I just felt like I, I should have done that for like three months. Uh, maybe that was my body talking to me. I listened to it. But also, too, um, you know, I suffer from like uh, my stomach. Uh, I get a lot of acidity. So uh-huh. I really shouldn't be having gluten. I shouldn't be having dairy. And okay. I, I didn't have any of it for more than three months. And then slowly, and I felt better. And then slowly but surely, you know, you have a piece of cheesecake here. Uh, you haven't had a cheeseburger in a while, and before you know it, you're back to the way you were, really. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are the other foods that you crave that you feel like, um, other than gluten and dairy, what else? Well, I mean, there's nothing unusual. I mean, it's more like the the, the way normal everybody eats, but, I mean, for me, with my acidity in my stomach, I suffer through that, you know? So I'd rather not suffer, but I, right. I, I, and I have control for a certain amount of time. But then I always I wound up going back, and then now I'm suffering again with my stomach, and it's a bit you know it's it's. <laughs> Mark, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Where were you when you ate your first cheeseburger? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. Maybe on maybe on at McDonald's. But um, yeah. So that's the thing. It's like if I can get control of it, um. Yeah, I, I guess that's a simple one. In, yeah, in all yeah. the problems that I have, I, I guess that's the simplest one. Okay. Hopefully well, I'm going to need you to be comfortable and relaxed, but you're going to have to hold your head up because we can't recline you onto a couch or something. But that's okay. It's going only going to be like probably under 10 minutes. We're going to do kind of a shortened version of this. But it's, this is great. This is going to help you a lot. So now what you get to do is close your eyes. And if you're more comfortable with your glasses off, you can take those off, but it doesn't matter. Make sure your arms are in a comfortable position where they're relaxed. 
and close your eyes and just notice that you can focus on my voice right now and that anything else around you, any sounds in your house or around you will simply disappear and fade into the background while you're focusing on my voice. So let your body begin to relax. Notice if there's any tension in your shoulders or your neck and let that tension begin to melt away and let that feeling of softness go down through your back and let the muscles in your back relax. Just feel that softness going all the way down through your back. And now let this feeling of just gentle softness go down through your arms. Let it float down into your arms as your arms become heavy and loose and limp. Let your arms just become so relaxed that you feel your hands becoming heavy and loose and limp. And as you hear my voice now, notice that your thoughts slow down. And as your thoughts are slowing down, your body feels like a warm wave of softness is going all the way down through your chest into your belly, down into your belly and your hips, down into your legs as your legs become heavy loose and limp, relaxed, good, all the way to your feet. And know that your inner mind can hear my voice. While some of your thoughts might go off to different directions, you keep bringing your focus back here to my voice and allow your inner mind to hear every word and understand what it is that you want. So now imagine that you are eating the foods that you're not really supposed to eat, but let your mind imagine as vividly as you can eating pizza, feeling the texture of that pizza, noticing the flavors in it, and you take a few bites, a few bites more, you let it go down into your stomach. Notice something that you're eating that has dairy in it, something that you used to like to eat, and imagine eating that, feel the flavor and the texture and swallow it. Imagine eating some more and swallowing some more. And then notice something else that you're eating, maybe some bread or some toast. And notice the texture of that. It's something that has gluten and notice that texture and that taste and what it feels like as you're swallowing it. And just keep imagining that you are eating these foods. And as you do, be aware of what's happening in your stomach right now. Your stomach knows that it's reacting to these foods, these foods that aren't that good for you. And you might have a feeling in your stomach that is getting even stronger and more real. Now, I want you to allow your inner mind, your subconscious mind, to make a note of the feeling you have in your stomach. And when I count to three, allow your inner mind to take you to a point that is one hour after eating those foods. Your mind knows how to recreate the exact physical response of what it will feel like one hour after eating those foods. On the count of three, go to one hour later. One, two, three. Good. Now notice what you're feeling. Notice how your stomach feels. Notice how the rest of your body feels. Are there any twinges of discomfort or tightness anywhere in your body as you react to those foods? 
Good. Now, I want you to clear that out. Imagine that there is clear, fresh water flowing through from the top of your head, flowing in through your body, releasing all of those sensations, releasing all the sensations in your body, your muscles, your joints, and in your stomach, allowing your stomach to feel good. Now, I want you to imagine that you're eating a food that is healthy and good for you. It could be some vegetables. It could be a protein that you like that agrees with you. Just notice what you're choosing to eat and taste it and taste the texture. And if it's something that's chewy, just notice how it feels to chew and crunch on it and swallow it. And just choose that one food for now and keep eating more and more of that food that's good for your body, a food that your body really likes. Now, choose another food that's healthy and that's good for you and start eating this next food, noticing how it smells and how it tastes and how it feels inside of your mouth as you swallow and it goes down into your stomach. Good, and now just choose one more food that is really good for you, that gives you a really good feeling of health. Taste that food and smell it and let it go down through your body into your stomach. Notice the texture and the flavor. You can eat more of it if you want. Let that food take the effect that it's going to have on your body and your muscles, your joints, your head. And now when I count to three, you're going to go to one hour later after that food has been in your body and your body will have the reaction to those good healthy foods and you'll feel that. Ready? One, two, three. One hour later, notice how your body feels right now. Notice if you take a breath in what it feels like. Notice how your head feels right now. Now I want you to allow your subconscious mind to compare the feeling you're having right now from the healthy foods to the feeling you had one hour after eating the unhealthy foods, the pizza, maybe some cheesecake, some dairy. Compare that feeling now that you have from eating the healthy foods to that feeling you had with those foods you no longer want to eat and allow your subconscious mind to choose the one that's better for you, the feeling that feels right, and the one that gave your body more energy, more focus, that felt better. And allow your subconscious mind to remember this, that if you're choosing a food to eat, you're going to automatically be drawn to the foods that are healthy, that help give your body a good feeling where you can breathe really well and your stomach feels good after you've eaten those foods. You don't have to figure out how to do this. Your inner mind is going to do this for you. Your inner mind knows what foods are compatible with your body to allow your stomach to be as healthy as it can be, to allow your bones and joints and muscles to feel good, for your eyes to feel clear and your head to feel relaxed and sharp. Good. So now I want you to bring your awareness back here and just remember the feelings and the differences of those two kinds of foods and the sensations in your body. As you bring back that information now, 
bringing the sensations back in your body. And I'll count from one to five and you can bring your awareness all the way back here. And on five, you'll feel clear headed and refreshed. One, bring the energy into your legs and arms now. Feel that kind of rush of energy coming back. And two, feel that sensation coming all the way up through your body, all the way up through your spine. And three, your body and mind will feel balanced and refreshed. And four, your eyes will feel clear. And five, wide awake, take a deep breath. So now I want you to tell me when you ate the first set of foods, what kind of foods are you eating? And then what did you feel when I said go one hour later? Well, I was eating the foods that you were saying. I was eating the pizza. I thought of having um, just a sandwich with uh, on a hero bread with mayonnaise. Uh, that's what I had for lunch. <laughs> okay. And how did you feel when I asked you to go one hour after eating that food? How did you feel physically? I felt uncomfortable. I felt like, um, you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, you, you get this acidity in your stomach and you're just not comfortable because you don't know when you're going to have to go to the bathroom again. You so know? could you actually, you actually feel the sensations in your stomach of what it would be yeah. after eating those foods? Yeah. Yeah. So what, uh, when you had the healthy foods, what did you eat? Uh, when I had, I had salmon and I had broccoli. And I had berries. Okay. What did you feel in your body one hour what, after Were you Winnie those? the Pooh? <laughs> <laughs> Winnie the Pooh Pooh. <laughs> I felt confidence because I could, I could, I, I envisioned me out with my kids and just being able to go wherever we wanted to go and not having a, a troubled stomach and not worrying about oh, if I have to go, if I, if I'm going to have to feel like I have to go to the bathroom. You know what I'm yeah. saying? No gassy, no bloating. This I just I was just chilling. I was hanging out. Yeah. And then what did it feel like when I said compare those two feelings? I mean, obviously, you know, the answer uh, was pretty easy to imagine. But what did you experience when I said compare the good foods and the bad foods? Well, I just enjoy my existence more when when I feel comfortable just being able to hang out and not have to have this worry in my head about. You know, there's just this bubbly going on in my stomach. This, uh, do I have to go to the bathroom? Or what? Right. You know, because that's what that's what happens. It's like you just get this acidity in you, and uh, mm -hmm. you know, you just you're not comfortable. Right. So, right. Um, so now, go ahead and close your eyes again, just for another minute or two. <laughs> go ahead and take a breath and close your eyes. <sighs> Deep breath in. Relax for a moment. I want you just to remember that when you're in this deeply relaxed state, your inner mind is making decisions for you below your conscious awareness. So while you might see some pizza or you might smell some food that has bread, your inner mind immediately and automatically will make the decision for you that you want something that is healthy and compatible with your stomach something that will make your stomach feel good and allow your intestines to feel good and balanced and healthy. So you can make an agreement that you will leave it up to your subconscious mind to do this before you even decide what foods you want. And you'll notice that you do want the healthy foods and the vegetables and the lean proteins and the things that are so agreeable with your body and your mind and your soul. 
Take a nice deep breath and you can open your eyes back up. So when I've done this process, it's a, it's a longer process when I do it completely. And I can send you the recording for it so you could listen to the whole thing. But I had this one woman went home and she called me and she says, there's something wrong with me. I don't know what to do. I said, what's the matter? She says, well, I got my candy, my chocolates down from my hiding place where I hide them, which was hilarious. <laughs> and she said, I opened the box and I can't eat them. I just don't want them. What's wrong with me? And I said, well, of course not. We we covered that. <laughs> but great. people do. They Like this other woman said, my kids are coming home from school and I'm chopping up vegetables for a snack. We don't eat vegetables in this house. But I went and bought vegetables and now I'm chopping them up for a snack. Even though that was not something she previously had thought she would ever do. Isn't that weird? So anyway, you know, now. <laughs> I you know, when, I was, uh, when I was in college in, in Buffalo, there was a... Um, I think he's still around. He must be an old man by now. His name was James Mapes and he was a hypnotist and he did a show on Broadway where he would actually put, put people on the stage and take them on a trip to outer space. And of course <laughs> he would hypnotize, like he would try to hypnotize the whole audience. It would wind up. He would hypnotize 15 or 20 people. And the ones that were hypnotized, he would bring them up on stage. And I thought it was fascinating. Yeah. And cause he would do things like say, "Okay, get in your um, get in your spaceship. You're in the seat. All right, you're doing sixty thousand miles an hour, and you could see them. They were doing like <laughs> the G forces against their face and stuff. And I was like, look at this shit. He throws a quarter on the ground. He says, pick up that quarter. He goes, it weighs five hundred pounds. And the guy couldn't pick it up. I, I was like, it was amazing to watch. And I, I mean, it was pretty cool. I don't know. I, I believe in hypnosis. I don't know if I like." I can get hypnotized myself, but when I watched that, I, I, you know, and I, I went up to some of the people when the show was over that were in the show, and I said, "Did that? Were you acting? Were you, were you pretending?" They go, "No." He goes, "They go, it was the highest I've ever been." Because he said, "You're smoking some of the best space herb you've ever had. And you could take one hit, you're going to be so high." And you had to see them all like. They'll like laugh oh and stuff. It, it was hilarious. Yeah. It was really it's hilarious. great. Yeah, I've done a lot of stage hypnosis shows, and it blows my mind. I am always amazed at what happens in stage hypnosis shows. Crazy, the things people will do. Some of them are kind of going along with it, but I can tell which ones are actually hypnotized, and then I do most of the little like skit things with them. But it's fun. Stage hypnosis is really weird and fun. It was, I mean, it was really entertaining to watch. I mean, I, when I first went, I didn't know what to expect. And when I watched it, I was like, wow, this was amazing. You know, <laughs> I only you know, had one, a, I had man, one show sorry. that didn't work that uh, it was a Christmas show. It was at a restaurant and the way they set up the sound system and things just didn't work as the audience was in on the sides or whatever. But was that, that one was, was so sad. Was that you? Was that you that <laughs> night? Was that you at the Christmas show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Oh, oh look at all your pretty pictures. Um, so yeah, that one was really uh, just. Horribly... Was this before the date? Was this before the date with the fireman? With the fireman, that's me. That's why I'm smiling. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's only one hypnosis show that didn't work. But I've done others and on TV as well, and it's amazing what people will do. Incredible. What was the why didn't it work? What was the situation? Well, the, the no people had problems. had 
So, they had dinner, but the stage, there was no audience in front of me on the stage. They were off to the sides. So all the tables were on both sides. So my audience could not see the participants that were sitting in chairs on the stage because they were facing forward. So they couldn't see the reactions and it just didn't make sense for them when they couldn't see what the people were doing. And, um, and yeah, so they didn't laugh. <laughs> no, we're both, we're, uh, Bill and I are both comedians and uh, sometimes people... You know, they put you in situations where, oh, you know, they think it's going to work, but you look at the room right away and like, no, we got to, uh, uh, first of all, close the door, shut off the TVs, um, <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm going to stand in front of the World Series right now. Right, exactly. Yeah, you know? yeah and I just, I didn't know that that would be um, a problem because I hadn't done a show with the seating so weird. Uh, but my shows had always worked and I, they were always really, really funny and people had such a great time. But this one, after it was done, um, <laughs> everybody had cleared out and just one of the guys that worked the restaurant was there. And I started crying. And he was so sweet to help me out. It's, it's never happened before. <laughs> <laughs> no, Wendy, some, someone in the chat named Love Wind said, holy moly, I'm at we must, we must, we must increase our bust. <laughs> I like that one. What I want, I'm curious about the chat. Like, what did they, did they think about the hypnosis? Um, I, I think people were expecting all of everyone in the chat was expecting to be hypnotized too. I don't know what happened in the chat if anyone was doing everything that uh, Mark was doing. I definitely. Yeah. I was. You know, I I do Wim Hof. Um, I do my breathing techniques every morning, mm -hmm. and then I jump into my cold shower. Um, and I get into that's why he's having penis problems. <laughs> no, actually, cold shower. No, that helps. That helps because uh, I have a what another problem I have is my my uh, overheating my testes because of my my veins. So the cold shower was something that's always been recommended to me. So I'm feeling good. Ah, but yeah. I do get into this breathing thing, and I, I do get into like um, being in the moment. But the hypnosis thing it was kind of sort of easier for me because I really. I, li I really listened to you and I really, I kind of sort of let go. Like everything that you were saying, it wasn't uncomfortable for me. I, I kind of sort of do that when I'm listening to my, uh, the guy who's guiding me through my breathing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to um, give you some links to use whatever programs you want for, from my site. Um, and then you can get into what it's like to have a full length session instead of just, you know, our short little seven or eight minute thing, because the process I did with you for the foods you could actually use that to start healing your stomach and your um, intestines. And because IBS is very, very easy to get rid of with hypnosis. So hopefully we'll get you feeling much, much better. Well, the girl said, uh, she looks, uh, what did she say? I look like, a, where, where is she? She said, I look like a stick now. Like I lost weight already. <laughs> that was fast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you look like a toothpick, Mark. <laughs> Maria Green, Marie Green. She said, "I look like a toothpick now." <laughs> well, so, some exploitation nation USA wrote. Um, I said, "I refuse to be hypnotic from her while overheating his testes, and while I'm in a locker room." <laughs> now all the whole audience is thinking about you in a special way and just imagining you there without any clothes, staring at your. <laughs> man parts and uh, uh, getting that special kind of feeling the whole audience is enjoying I didn't know that I wrong with me until i looked at your website the things that you could help me with i thought it was okay then i was like wait she can help me with my addiction 
my erection, my <laughs> my uh, eating, she get, my smoking, all of it. <laughs> yes, even things you wouldn't imagine that you, you can be helped with. It's, uh, it's quite varied. And then there are people who come in for the strangest things to get help with. I had one man, he was in his 20s and he was a schizophrenic. And I thought, I can't help a schizophrenic. I wouldn't know what to do. Um, but I kept in touch with a psychiatrist who I would call her after every session that I had with him and update her on what I was doing and everything. And this guy, at one point, he, well, he wanted to kill his parents. And uh, we worked through that. Um, and then he was in a bar one night. He called me. He walked out of the bar and he said, I want to go back in there and kill everybody in the bar. This was very early on while we were working together. But from that extreme, he got to the place where he was loving his parents and he would he was just having these incredibly emotionally like um, kind of a revivification of what it was like to be a child who's loved and um, and then he said, you know, I he kept in touch with me too for like a year after that. And he said, I am really happy to be around people. I don't have any more desire to hurt anyone at all. And my life is going really well. And I actually like myself. But think about that extreme and using hypnotherapy to get someone to no longer have these psychotic uh, urges. That's Ooh. how fragile the mind is. You know, if you just could get to a place where you could reconnect with some of these things, obviously through hypnosis, maybe we could. It's, it's amazing that we're not using taking more advantage of this. Yeah, yeah. And in his case, in one of our sessions, he went back to being two years old and being in his mother's arms and stuff. I didn't guide him there, but he just did kind of spontaneously. So we went through some of his very early years and um, his he went home and then his mother called me like the next day. And she says when he came home, he was just like, I have my child back. He's in there. And we hadn't had a conversation in years and he was loving and hugging and we're just we're a family again and oh my gosh i get chills even now just thinking about is there any way that we can hypnotize people bad people to just stay home and not come out yeah <laughs> make them quit being assholes <laughs> well, well really? i <laughs> i do a lot of work with people who have anger problems and oh road rage i had a client who had road rage and i just had suggestions about when you feel your hands on the steering wheel, there's an unconscious feeling that's going to go through your arms from that steering wheel that's going to float through your body and make you so relaxed. And it doesn't matter if all the idiots out there don't know how to drive. You don't care anymore. It doesn't matter. And so, so he no longer had road rage. And he said, when I'm driving, it's just no big deal. Everybody, yeah, they're idiots, but well, I don't I care. I've evolved into that too now. I, it, it nothing really bothers me too much. I, I think that has to do with age a little bit. Let me ask you something. Do you see any evidence of hypnosis on TV shows or commercials that you're watching or news channels that media, social media? Uh, sort of. I, I notice language patterns and certain ways that they can write a script that will draw you in more. Um, NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, has a lot of persuasion techniques. And for seduction purposes and for influence and for getting you to buy stuff, but they can do that with language patterns. So there's a lot of, we call it covert hypnosis, basically. Mm -hmm. And we're doing something covertly or conversationally that is affecting you. Wow. Interesting. And yeah, it's in the media a lot. You know, Wendy, we're up, uh, we're just actually one minute shy of an hour. We usually try to sort of start closing the show at around this time. And this was fascinating. And uh, we'd definitely like to have you back if you'd like to come back another time. 
Two thumbs now, up. <laughs> now you're what? What you're in Hawaii? What time is it in Hawaii right now? Right now, uh, it's two o'clock. Wow! So you're you're six, you're six hours. You're six hours mm -hmm. uh, time difference. Wow! So yeah, this time yeah. this time was actually pretty good for you. It wasn't. It is. Some, yeah. Sometimes yeah. we get people in Europe and they got to get up in the middle of the night to come on this show, <laughs> you know, or one o'clock, two o'clock in exactly. the morning, and they still do it. But you now, you are you going surfing now after the show or what? <laughs> I'm not. I'm. I've got uh, some little bit of work to do, and right outside my window is a beautiful pool and spa. And I'm going to go float around in there after I get my work done. And wow, that's fantastic. Take my break. Yeah, there is the ocean's right across the street from me, and there's this huge saltwater pool. And the ocean waves, when they crash over it, it fills it up and puts fresh water in it every day. Well, and it's really use, cool. You could you could record that and use that that's in so your hy hypnosis tapes. Yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's amazing. I live in the yeah. Bronx. I'm sure the Bronx is beautiful. I'm Orchard Beach. You know, one time I went swimming in Orchard Beach. I dove in. I hit a car. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? It was a. <laughs> there was a little difference between your beach and my beach. Yeah. Anyway, listen, I um, I just want to say I'm going to be in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm flying out tomorrow with uh, John Maroney and Joey Cola, and we're going to be doing a police function, and I'm going to document it. I'm going to be doing uh, YouTube lives through the whole uh, three-day excursion over there. So if you're a fan of the show, um, stay tuned. I, I, I want to it's – a, it's a big police function. Uh, all uh, law enforcement from all over the country meeting over there in Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm going to tell some jokes with John and Joey. So I'll be – like it's going to so be pay fun. Pay attention on YouTube live. All you folks that are uh, new to the channel, if you're not subscribed to uh, Police Off the Cuff, on YouTube, all you have to do is go on our YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button, give us a thumbs up. You can also follow us on Facebook. We have a website, policeoffthecuff.com, and our merchandise is coming soon. You can get one of those dipped in butter mugs, which are so popular. <laughs> it has that on the front, and it has this on the back. So you can't lose, you know, police <laughs> off the cuff. Memorize this, dipped in butter. Dipped Whatever in part butter. Whatever part of your anatomy you want dipped in, that's what you can imagine. I'm not going to hypnotize you into what part you should dip into that. Anyway, also we have a Patreon, uh, Police Off the Cuff Patreon. It's uh, We have three tiers. For $7 a month, you're the bucket. For $9 a month, you can polish my rack. And for $11 a month, you can dip them in butter. It's unbelievable. Come on, you got, you pay to see us. We give you extra content. In fact, Mark's going to put some of his extra content of his comedy show on the Patreon. And we're guys, we're, we're just under 10,000 subscribers. Push us over 10,000. That should be everyone's goal out there. Any final uh, words, Mark? Uh, visit wendy.com. It's W-E-N-D-I.com for all the stuff that we talked about tonight. You were a great guest. Thank uh, you. What's funny is that, you know, Bill, Bill pulls in these guests and uh, every once in a while, I'm like, what the hell are we going to talk to this person about? And this was a... Uh, <laughs> This wasn't one of those times. This was when I saw your. Uh, I, I think Bill can agree. When we saw your website, we were both like, "Wow, there's a lot of stuff here. <laughs> we're gonna have fun tonight." And you know something. And this, and this lady dates firemen. Look at that. Yeah, that's that yeah. fireman look. <laughs> so I date a fireman look. <laughs> you were fantastic, Bye. Wendy. Thank you were a fantastic guest. Thank and, you guys. Uh, yeah, it's very fun staying, to hang out with you. Thank you. Stay in touch. With me. <laughs> oh, so what did you say? You said thank you for being delicate with oh. me. 
delicate. <laughs> I, was, I was nervous. I was nervous. Oh, oh be gentle. Be gentle. Yeah. I, I was nervous. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you guys links to some of the hypnosis programs so you can dive right in and fulfill your desires and have all your dreams come true. Wow. <laughs> Whatever they are. It sounds like Disney World. <laughs> if, your, if your girlfriend or your wife, uh, you know, is you want to get bigger boost for Christmas, uh, check out one of these hypnosis, man. Apparently it works. And ladies, if you're out there and you're paying attention, uh, maybe you want to get a, a little session for your uh, for your man with, uh, with the erectile dysfunction problem. <laughs> For the holidays, get him a session. Get him a session. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Wendy, Wendy.com. Folks, for all our Police Off the Cuff fans, on behalf of Bill Cannon, Mark DeMeo, and Wendy Friesen, good night, everyone. Thank you so much for watching. All right.